Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% Coverage of the NCAA Regionals is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. I think this is a super, you know, uh, mentally strong group uh, as well as physically, but, uh, you know, that's just baseball. You know, things happen. uh, But once you, you know, get in between those lines, you got to be strapped up. And uh, I think all of us do a really good job of that. So we faced that arm uh, in the previous game. We played them. Uh, really good pitcher. Uh, he's got a really good heater. And, um, you know, worked the count. I was late on a couple of heaters before. Got to the full count. And uh, just saying, don't get the head out. Saying we're close. Uh, just want to do whatever I can to help the team win. Good things happen. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. It is 11.07 and that was Kendall Diggs talking about his home run and... Huge. A long day. Longer. Be a longer one today, hopefully. Safe. Or as long. I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's, let's play two. Um, by the way... No, let, let's win two. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Uh, that is our question today today. How many games Arkansas do you think they'll win today? Zero, one, or two? They can't win three because they're only playing two at max. Clarification from John Neighbors who said he asked uh, Andrew Hutchinson... They could, capital letters, C-O-U-L-D, allow a game to be played as early as possible tomorrow, but it's not a given. It's an ambiguous rule. So we were praying for a rainout or a storm out after Arkansas winning because that would advance them if they decided not to play a game tomorrow. But it'd be fun to play two games and win both today, too. So either way, I don't care. By any means necessary. I'm all for it. I, I think Arkansas' side of the bracket will be the Saturday, Sunday, Monday Super Regionals, by the way. So you'll have an extra day off. Cool. Uh, here is Kendall Diggs on the bounce back for the Hogs after getting shellacked earlier in the day by TCU. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, it was in the past. We knew that. Uh, can't do anything to change it. So uh, mindset coming in was just take this next game pitch by pitch. And I uh, would rather do it with a different group of guys. We love our guys. So Taking it pitch by pitch. And Arkansas also today taking it pitcher by pitcher. Dave Van Horn on the situation. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> I mean... I don't even know who we're going to pitch. You Normally I do, and I just don't tell you. I don't know this time for sure. I don't know who we're going to pitch. And uh, we'll just have to uh, talk to him in the morning. Um, you know, there's a couple guys that maybe threw a little bit today or one that threw a little today that could start. You get into maybe some younger guys that be tough throwing them out there in this situation. Indeed. Coyle, Fouch, Wood. All zero pitches thrown through the regional so far. Zach Morris has thrown 25, so he is, as far as those guys, are most experienced, although Wood certainly has been great at times this year. And all the indication we got was that he's starting to find it again, at least in a bullpen session. Ben Bybee, 27 pitches. Hagan Smith, awful start for him. Worst one of the year by far. 42 pitches is all he threw yesterday in that TCU game. So he could certainly give you some... some uh, I don't know. I like to say innings, but with him, it's pitches, right? I mean, you never know what that means. Uh, Adcock, 50. Holland, 56. And then the rest of the guys we think are out. Ledbetter, Tigert, McIntyre have all thrown over 80 so far. I don't know. Maybe in a pinch if you get to a late night game and you got to have an inning. I don't know. But I wouldn't think you'd... I, I don't... I would be surprised. I won't say anything's impossible. I mean, we remember the Charlie Boy situation <laughs> back in the day. They threw him in there after he had pitched a ton. So we'll see. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to mention that was Razorback related. 
Got a uh, football commitment last yesterday from okay. a wide receiver from North Carolina. Late edition, fast dude. Just won like the state championships in the 100 and the 200. Uh, but a, a fast wide receiver. Pretty good size, too, like it's 6'1". So I thought that was a great late edition. Uh, rated as a three-star, a four-star by some. But nice to pick up uh, to, for your 85th man. Two things uh, basketball-related. Former Razorback Connor Vanover, former Oral Roberts Eagle, is headed to Missouri. What's he saying if you can't join him, beat him? At least he'll be trying to. The former Cal Bear? Former Cal Bear, that's right. This former is fourth, Razorback. Fourth former stop on the Oral way. Roberts. Yeah. Forgot about the Cal start. Yeah, fourth on the on the list, and it'll be his uh, last hurrah as a grad transfer. 12.7 points, 7 points, who rebounds. 3.2 blocks a game last year for the Golden Eagles. Wish him uh, lots of luck when they're not playing Arkansas. Yep. Yep. And then this was from Bleach Report. The NBA mock draft for the upcoming year. Uh, now that we've got all that settled out as far as who's going to go and who's not. I thought Sheboy was coming back for some reason, but they've got him picked dead last in the second round. I don't see his game projecting to the NBA very well. What's that, Christian? It doesn't project that well. I mean, but, he can come in and probably give you like 10 minutes to get some rebounds. But that he can't score. Um, they're, they've got uh, Victor, obviously, is the number one, followed by Brandon Miller, the Alabama. Eh. You don't think so, it huh? It should be Scoot. Uh, Scoot. But it may be Brandon. they got Scoot third with Amen Thompson. What a cool name. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And his brother, Asor, is probably going to go top ten as well. Well, he is going to go top ten. Where's he from? Uh, Amen and Asor went to Overtime Elite. And then Cam Whitmore out of Villanova to the Pistons. So they've got Anthony Black at six. This is the important part for the Red White Report. Anthony Black at six to the Magic. Raptors taking Nick Smith at 13. And Jordan Walsh at 41 to the Hornets. 53, the Timberwolves, Ricky Council. Be good. Be uh Nice resume builder for Moss as he goes out and recruits. Not that he needs a whole lot of help. Hmm. All right, let's bring Bubba in here. We'll talk about today's game, which is far more pressing in most people's mind, and ours included, I would say. We'll worry about the draft later. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. Well, Bubba, you may be shocked to know, but at Oaklawn today, the Arkansas Razorbacks, at least for Game 1, happen to be favored over the Horn Frogs in this matchup at Baumwalker today. Wow, that's good to, that's good to know. Who made those odds? Hawk Noxious? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I was no, a little surprised. What, that's kind of, yeah, I'm a little surprised, too, as hot as TCU is. But, hey, that's that's good news. That's good to know. Maybe they know something that we don't about uh, about our pitching and, and their hitting. So, uh, so that's good to know. Well, sometimes, and we've seen it before, sometimes you can kind of hit yourself out of a series or a regional or a super in, in, uh, in Arkansas's case against NC State a couple of years ago. I hate to even bring that up, but maybe it uh, worked against Arkansas once and it can work for them now. We'll see. They've had two shellackings by the Horn Frogs. They're certainly due for a good performance. So without giving us any information, as I'm assuming you don't know, or much like Dave Van Horn, a lot of times you just don't tell us, who do you expect <laughs> to start on the bump for Arkansas? And we're assuming we're going to see a handful of arms today. Okay, since we're, since we're down to the end of the season, I confess up. Sometimes I do know, Justin. I just can't tell you. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times I don't know. Um, and then a lot of times I'll give you my best guess. So if you look at TCU's lineup, um, I would go with a righty. I'm, you know, I've heard Zach Morris might start, Hunter Holland might start. I, I don't know. It's, you know, I think when you, you go over the, their lineup, they got left. They got six righties in their lineup. They got one switch hitter. They got two lefties. Um, they they don't look as comfortable against righties as they do lefties. So that leads me if if you're going off of that logic, then you're just, we're going to start a righty, which I you know I would throw a Cody Adcock out there. Um, but you know, Hunter Holland only threw a few pitches last night. You know, Hunter Hunter could start. Um, you know, it's just hard to say, but. You know, if it were me, I'd go with I'd start with a righty and just 
I'd ride a guy like a Cody Adcock as long as I could. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I mean, we need we need somebody to step up and to to win this regional. Um, we're going to need a Gage Wood, a Cody Adcock to give us a performance, a Christian Fouts, something that's that's Herculean. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to win, and and but the, I don't know if you remember last week when we talked. I said I said the offense was the key to this, and we can talk pitching all day. But TCU is going to score runs. In order for us to, to advance, we have to score runs. I think we're going to have to put up some crooked numbers today, or we're done. Um, I said it all along. Now the good thing is, is you know they don't have they don't have a lot of guys. You know, I, I talked to a few guys in the dugout last night um, after the game. They really don't have a guy that you know they, they don't have like a Tennessee staff that can just bring a, a ton of arms at you. They do have a really good lefty out of the pen. Uh, Abelt is his name. Uh, ben Abelt or Abelt, whatever. He's a sidearm lefty. He's got good numbers. He's tough. Um, they got a righty that's good out of the pen, but as far as starters, they don't have like a top line guy that we fear. So I think we're going to score a run. We just have to limit the damage on, on their side. And, and you, you guys see it all the time. You see a team go out and score 20. Well, NC State, you know, <laughs> you score 20 one day and the next day you come out and you, you, you can't get a hit. So, I mean, that's the game of baseball. So, you know, my glass is still half full. Let's just put it that way. One year ago today, Arkansas was getting ready to play Oklahoma State in do or die game after losing big time on Sunday night, and you talked me off the ledge. And I, I was—I didn't think there was any way they were going to get it done. They didn't have any pitching, and Oklahoma State was bashing the ball. You know, they're scoring at will, kind of like this TCU team. And Arkansas turned to Zach Morris for a Monday start, and dude came in and threw like three and a third, no runs given up, and actually had Hagen Smith pitch the final two innings to close it out. So. Is that what it's going to take tonight, something like that? Oh, I think so, Wes. I, I really do. I think we're going to need some guys to step up. I think you're going to see you're going to see just about everybody at some point. You know, if we can win this first one, you know how baseball is, just the momentum in the game of baseball, the mental edge. You know, plus we have the bomb walker crowd, the magic of bomb walker. Things happen at, that don't happen at other places. Um you know, if we can win this first one, anything can happen. We can piece that last game together. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just think, uh, I think with everything this team's been through, I don't think they're in panic mode. I think I saw guys relax last night in the dugout after the game, and they're excited for today, and they feel good about today, and, and that makes me feel good. What do you expect from the lineups defensively? We saw Cali slide over to second. I know they're trying to get as much offense into the lineup as they can. The Peyton Holt kind of last-minute deal here. Maybe he'll surprise us. You talk about um, you know a Herculean effort. How about him coming back from back spasms and jumping back in the lineup? He's been red hot, and he's such a spark defensively. Um, what's your anticipation on what will happen defensively and how they'll stack the lineup? I saw Peyton in the dugout last night after the game, and it wouldn't surprise me one bit if he tries to get in that lineup today. Um, and that would be a big spark for us, you know. But if not, if, look, Ben McLaughlin, his bat in the lineup is huge. I think we have to find a way to get his bat in the lineup. Um, I mean, he's just he's too good. He's he just barrels everything up. Um, he has great at bats. Um, you know, he, he looked okay at third base. That 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 error that he made, look, that's a tough play. That's a fifty fifty play. You come in, he he fielded the short hop. Just, he said he slipped when he made the throw. I asked him about it last night in the dugout. Um, he said he slipped when he made the throw, and that's why the ball kind of cut to the left of uh, Brady Slavens. But, you know, he, remember, he was a gold glove defender in Juco. So, I mean, he's no slouch over there. I mean, he won a gold glove in, in, in Juco at third base. So, I, you know, I don't know. But, but I think his bat in the lineup is really valuable. Um just because I, I just feel like we're going to have to score runs. I, I think whoever we put out there, TCU is going to score some runs. And, look, I, I'm not a conspiracy guy. Um, I watch that take pitches. Those guys took pitches yesterday like they knew what was coming. And, and I don't know. I mean, who knows if, if maybe Hagan was tipping his pitches or something. But you can watch a guy. It's not really how you swing at it. It's how you take a pitch that tells you. He threw some some two-strike sliders that they didn't even flinch at. And normally guys chase those balls. So, I don't know. 
um, I'm sure that I'm sure the staff will go back and look at video and see if there's something going on there, something to that. And I haven't talked to anybody. Actually, I talked to one person about it, um, but I don't know. It seemed like they were just too good yesterday to be true. Hitting is contagious, though, you know. And once you start hitting, man, it can snowball from there. Watching a 165-pound man hit three opposite field home runs, Bubba. Where does that rank on your uh, incredulous meter? Well, okay, I've already used the word Herculean once. That would be Herculean. 11 RBIs. I think he tied the all-time record. He did. Double-A record. Um, hey, but, man, hats off to, to Trey Richardson. Hey, he had the game of his life. But I did say after his after his second home run to right field, I said, let's pound him inside. Mm-hmm. If you hit him, you hit him. But get him, throw him inside. And then he hits another one. And in his third at bat, I said, we have to throw it right under his knuckles. And once again, if you hit him, you hit him, but do not let him hit a ball to right field. And he ended up hitting a high chopper that bounced over Cali's head or uh, Ben's head. No, wait. Yeah, Ben at the time. Um, no, Cali was in there then. I think they had already shifted and moved over. Um, so, you know, we it's just amazing. But he hit, one of the pitches he hit, the first one was just a fastball up. The next two pitches were good pitches. One was a slider. Well, the next two were sliders away. And he, he hit them like he knew they were coming. But Hello? There you go. He broke up for a second. Go on. Oh, my bad. No, I just said that, you know, the guy was just locked in here saying he hit those, he hit those pitches like he knew they were coming. One was just fastball. The other... The other two were pretty good sliders away that he just stayed on. Mm-hmm. And, hey, this is a good this is a good hitting team. The thing that makes these guys so good is with two strikes, I mean, I talk about keeping your nose on the ball on the off-speed pitches, and they do a great job of staying on off-speed. I feel like you got to get them out late inside. you got to have someone that, that can, that's got the stones to throw inside because I think that's how you get them. If you throw it out over the plate, off-speed stuff, they're, they're going to stay on it and, and – not necessarily crush it, but they're just going to stay on it. And they don't strike out very much as a team. You know Hagen Smith pretty well. He comes on our show every week. How do you think he's feeling right now uh, after what happened last night? I think he wants the ball right now. Mm-hmm. I think he really does. I think he feels like that, you know, yesterday wasn't his day. I bet you anything that, that he wants the ball. He wants another shot at these guys. You know, and remember last year, he had a really bad start, a couple of really bad outings, and then he came in at, at OSU and just he closed that game out and struck Rock Riggio out, and it was an awesome moment. I can see something like that out of Hagen today. I think when he comes in, he's going to be a different guy today. He had His body language yesterday on the mound is something I've never seen out of Hagen. Um after the Grand Slam, he just looked different. He, his body language was different. I think he was in shock. But I really think he's going to come out today as a competitor. I think he's going to come out and shove today at some point. I don't know when it'll be, yeah. um, but I think he will. Well, look, you don't have to look any further than Hunter Holland, who did not have a good outing either. And he came back and, and helped Arkansas close things out. He you know, induces that double play at the end of the game last night. I mean, you don't have to look too far to, to see a guy bounce back pretty quickly. And it's a lot of the ordinary for these guys. They're not used to necessarily coming back that quickly. But it's obviously, you saw it happen yesterday. It's got to be encouraging, I would think, for him. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, he made a huge 3-2 pitch right there. I think I said it right before the pitch. I said, you know, the, the good thing is, is we got, we got Steck running down the line. Uh, who can't run out of sight in a day. If we can get a ground ball right here, we can get double play and get out of there. So then we got a 6-4-3 double play. So uh, it worked out perfect. So, you know, Hunter made a good pitch. He made a great 3-2 pitch right there. So that's what we need. We need guys to come in and just make pitches. But like I said, someone that isn't expected to come up huge has to. It, It might be a Gage Wood. But we need someone to come in and get, you know, 9, 12, out something mm-hmm. like that that we're not expecting in order for us to win today and then and then we got to score the bottom line is we got to score and i think we're going to i really do I, I i think our guys i think they want it and like i said they've been through so much adversity you know they don't want season to end today i think they're going to go out and find a way to get it done i spent some time watching youth baseball over the weekend and uh they're pitchers. I mean, they're not pitching long, but you know they'll go two innings one day, two innings the next day. 
my point is they've been doing this for a while. How long do they keep doing this? Were these guys, Hagen Smith, Hunter Holland, do they do that in high school in the summer on the tournaments? Do they continue, you know, uh, go day after, you know, two days in a row or, you know, one day on Friday and one on Sunday? Are they used to doing this? Uh, when you get to a certain level, no, you don't, you don't, you don't pitch back to back a lot of days. Once you get up to a certain level, you know, when you're playing youth baseball, yeah, you know, coaches will throw you in pool play for, you know, unfortunately, some coaches overdo it and they, they go by outs, not in, not pitches, yeah, pitches thrown, which kind of sucks. <laughs> um, but you know, the good coaches really manage the pitching. But once you get to a certain level, you're you're either a starter or a reliever. If, and most of the guys that come here are starters because they have elite stuff and they start. And so they're not used to going back to back. And it's 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 a different role for them. But you know, you look at Hagen. Hagen only threw 41 pitches, I think, yesterday. I don't have it here in front of me, but um, he threw 42 pitches yesterday. So. You know he's he's fine to come back today, and plus that adrenaline. And, and how about Will McIntyre wow. yesterday? You know, fifty-seven pitches, and you know what? He hit ninety-four on the radar gun. He hit ninety-three multiple times. He hadn't thrown that hard all year. Um, that was crazy to see him. That's adrenaline right there. That's a guy just willing his way to get it done, and it's it was it was impressive. Uh, but anything surprise you? Um, I know you were devastated to see the Vandy boys bounced out of the NCAA tournament. Uh, we were all pretty upset about it. Auburn also lost, but man, the SEC remains well represented. Got a lot of elimination games uh, being played. Obviously, Arkansas is in the mix on one of those. LSU's trying to eliminate an opponent today. Kentucky's got an elimination game. A and M same boat with Stanford. Uh, pretty well represented. South Carolina and Alabama and Tennessee had already moved on. Yeah, kind of what I expected. I was still I was so disappointed. I don't know if you watched that Tennessee Clemson game, but uh, the three run homer with two outs in the last inning to tie that game against Clemson. Uh, and Tennessee goes on to win it next year. Inning that one, boy, that one, that one stung for me because I will, I'm not pulling for Tennessee. <laughs> uh, in case you're curious, um, I got that feeling. And hmm. I, it just Clemson, just boy, they had so many chances to win that. And you know, tip your hat to the Tennessee pitching staff; they got it done, and, and, and Clemson didn't. But and they came up with some big hits when they needed them. But it's pretty much going, you know, kind of what I thought. You know, Auburn getting beat. Yeah, you never know with Auburn which team's going to show up. But, I mean, the SEC's strong, so I, I, a lot of teams are going to advance. Hunter Holland I just, just hope we're one of them. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I have a saying, and I almost texted Justin yesterday, that Arkansas picked a bad day to have a bad day against TCU. Hunter Holland just tweeted, good day to have a good day. Let's go. Give me your uh, like the it. Bubba Carpenter scenario. What's, what's about to happen this afternoon? Well... All hands on deck. We're going to do whatever it takes to win the first game. Um, if we get to a second game, I think we win the, the region. We advance the Super Regional. Or if we win the first game. I think the momentum from there on, I think we'll win it all. Um, and I think we'll end up in Omaha. But we got to win this first game first. We have to come out early, punch them in the mouth early, score, score some runs early, um, and, and put the pressure on them. Because they don't want to play, they don't want to play two games today. They want to win this first game, and I think they're going to do everything that they. We're going to see their best arms in this first game, I think. And I tell you what, if we can win it, then I think we're in great shape. But boy, we got to find a way to quieten their bats down and get our bats going. I know this is a long-winded answer, Wes, to your question, but hey, we got to have a guy like Brady Slavin. He's got to quit chasing pitches out. Brady's got to lock in today. We need him come up with a few big hits um we need we need our big dogs to step up and show us why they're here why they're playing for the Razorbacks why they came here you know your your uh, Wagner's needs that Wagner needs to have a big day I think he's going to I talked to him last night he's he can't wait he would have played another game last night if we if we could have so that's that's what I think um that's a long scenario but hmm. I hope you followed that yeah absolutely yeah. is Arkansas the visiting team today they should be home. Yes, I think it would right. be the visiting team in game one. I thought they were visiting against TCU the first time. No, they were home. They were? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. TCU jumped on them. Yeah, I didn't know we'll That's right, you're right. Maybe Arkansas yeah, can yeah. return the favor tonight. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Hey, we had a caller earlier said that uh, Santa Clara obviously threw at Wagner uh, after his home run. Pitch went behind his uh, head. Did you catch that? He said the catcher never even put a signal down. You go back and look at the replay. When the pitcher was going to throw the ball, the catcher had his glove on his knee. Like He, he, he knew it wasn't coming to him. 
No, I tell you what, I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't catch that. And I'm usually pretty good at catching stuff like that. Hmm. I tell you what, though, I'll go back and look at the video. But no, I don't think, uh, I didn't, I don't think it because he didn't do anything wrong. He hit the ball and ran around the base. That's he what didn't I was do wondering. Anything. Yeah, yeah, he didn't pimp it. He didn't do anything. He's Jared Wagner. Jared doesn't do anything. He hit it, threw his bat down, and started running around the bases. So, yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think there was anything intentional there. You know what I uh, told Wes, Bubba, is that Santa Clara is no longer germane to the conversation, so we'll move on from them. They're no longer relevant. Yeah. We'll catch you guys next hey, year. I, hey, congrats. You had a good year. Uh, Bye-bye. <laughs> hey, they're a good team, though. Yeah, very good. They shouldn't good. have been a four seed. They mm-hmm. shouldn't have been. And I tell you what, Arizona shouldn't even have been in the tournament. Arizona was terrible. <laughs> Wes called that one. I'll give him credit. He called that one. They should not have been in there. Yeah, you're right. And Santa Clara should have been a three seed. They're they're a good team, guys. They are so much better than I thought they were. I I think Arkansas got one of the better two seeds in the tournament. They got one of the better four seeds in the tournament. And they got the worst three seed. And didn't get to play them, unfortunately. Hey, you know what? Out of all the regions, you look at all the regionals, and look, it's not a conspiracy theory. I know a lot of people think that everyone has it out for Arkansas. They don't. It's just it's just the luck of the draw. There were, but the fact that we got TCU here sucks for us because <laughs> they're they're one of the hottest teams in the country the last few weeks, and they've been scoring a lot of runs. They're they're a good team. That was a bad draw for us. Just like a couple years ago when we got Nebraska, that was a bad draw for us. But it sucked worse for Nebraska. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is what it is. You can't change. You just got to go out and and, uh, and find a way to get it done. Yeah. I mean, you got to make it suck for TCU that they were stuck in Fayetteville. They're one of the better team, hotter teams in the country, and they just ran up against one of the best teams. They're having a hell of a lot of fun yeah. right now. I know that. Um, Max asks on Asha Record Live Fan Feedback, Bob, and then we'll let you go. I saw John Neighbors make an allusion to this, and I didn't know if he was talking about fans or what. But he says, did you all see or bring up the TCU players peeing in the bullpen Friday night? Bubba? No, I didn't see that, but I did see John Williams tweeted something yesterday, and I didn't know what he was talking about. So I asked around, but something about putting a porta potty in there. Yeah, but no, I I didn't see it. But I, I wonder. They surely they know there is a bathroom inside the uh, clubhouse. Who does that? <laughs> who pees? Who pees out there? What's wrong with you? I don't know. I mean, it's not like there's not a whole lot of privacy there. There's no. eleven thousand fans that can see us. <laughs> no, there's a guy taking video and pictures of it. I didn't see it. Yeah, John. Somebody tweeted. I saw. I saw John it. mentioned it in yeah. one of his walking talks, but that's uh, well, that's disgusting. Frankly, yeah. that's what that is. Hmm. Yeah, I, that's a little that's a little disrespectful right there. Yeah, you know, you can you, you can pee on uh, someone's soccer field, but don't come to ball and walk and pee on our field. <laughs> you know in the Razorbacks bullpen. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, Bubba. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I don't either. Last thing here: softball mm. has a couple of unique things. One of them is. You cannot host a regional site if you have a turf field, which is weird to me. But more importantly, in the uh, even in the World Series, which is what they're doing now. By the way, Oklahoma is trailing Stanford two zip, and I love it. Um, nothing against Oklahoma; just got to root for the underdog. Uh, they have the uh, five run rule. Would you like to see that instituted in the regionals for baseball? Because I think everybody was pretty much ready to be done with that TCU game about four innings in. Yeah, no. No? I'll tell you okay. why, because typically we're deep in pitching, so, you know, a team can get hot one day. Um, uh, no, okay. I don't want to see it. Right. You know, it, I really I really don't. I, I think you, you need to play the game out, make that other team use its pitching um, on the day that you're beating them because baseball is a crazy game and you never know what's going to happen that next day. So I think if you do that, you're, you're rewarding the team that's getting the crap beat out mm-hmm. of them. And I and I don't like it. Yeah. Of course, yesterday I would have voted for that. Sure. After the fourth inning, I just said, "Uncle, let's go home and yeah. regroup." But hey, hey, one thing I would I do want to mention um, that that no one's really talking about. Austin Ledbetter was huge yesterday. Six innings, nine hits, six runs, threw eighty-seven pitches. Look, if we win this thing today. He needs a lot of credit because he ate up six innings right there. Mm-hmm. And that was huge what he did. And he was the sacrificial lamb. He knew when he went out on the mound, I got this. And if I give up one run or if I give up 15, I'm out here for a long time. And so I, I thought he was really huge. You know, he's an Arkansas kid. Hasn't had the best year. But, boy, I was, I was really impressed and proud of the way he went out and pitched yesterday. 
Bubba, <clears throat> I'm really proud of the way that you mm. talked to us for 20-plus minutes, and uh, we will look forward to seeing you again next weekend, the Supers. So bring them home today, big guy, and we will talk to you then. Sounds good, fellas. Go Hogs. All right, this is Bubba Carpenter with no pitching insight whatsoever, per usual. And I couldn't tell if he was holding down on us or just didn't know. As of last night, Dave Van Horn said he didn't know. So I can't expect Bubba to know today. But we'll, we'll all find out together. It doesn't really matter. We're not scouting, so it doesn't make any difference. We'll just watch it. In the first pitch, we'll know who it is. I think he talked me off of Zach Morris. Let's go, I think, Adcock. Really? I think. Okay. If, you know, Bubba knows a lot more about baseball. And he, said, he sees that right-handers give uh, TC a lot more problems. Let's go with it. Adcock just looks nervous out there to me, jittery. You yeah. Know, he's just j- jumping around. I'm like, dude, calm down. I think you're going to see Maybe both of them today anyway, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, engage what? I mean, yep. another righty. He, he he needs to be big for them today. Yep, no doubt. Uh, take a time out as we head uh, down to Oaklawn, our good friends, our studio sponsor, and the greatest place to hang out in Arkansas if you're looking for a getaway this weekend, any weekend, at Oaklawn. Go to oaklawn.com for information on live music in the event center. Obviously, Pops Lounge hosting live music every weekend. And it's a great place to eat, drink, and be merry. Even if you're not a huge wager, if you're not someone who wants to get down and maybe bet on Arkansas as the favorite today or TCU to score an upset, whatever, feel free. But if you don't, that's okay, too. Although Orkland Sports is ready for you. Go by and see the sports book if you're into it. If not, cool. Go by one of the restaurants. Check out one of their table games. Enjoy the spa. Oakland.com for all the information. You can book your beautiful room online as well at Oakland.com. Hang out in the pool on a lovely day. It's just uh, There's just so many reasons to go down there and hang out at Arkansas's only racing casino resort. It is Oakland, and all the information, again, is at Oakland.com. It's 1137. Got game balls and jock straps from the weekend that was coming up next. You can send them to us. Via text at 501-661-1037. That's the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Ask your record live fan feedback. We'll take them on there as well. And if you want to call us up, we'll take your calls. I'm still trying to get Stan in here. I miss him. 661-1037. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. This is SportsCenter. The 2023 NBA Finals is now a best-of-five series after Miami took Game 2 last night. 111-108 over the Nuggets in Denver. It's Denver's first home loss of the 2023 NBA playoffs. It's because a great fourth quarter from the Heat where they were plus 11. They scored 36 points. Gabe Vincent led the way with 23 overall, but they were ultimately able to overcome a fantastic performance from Nikola Jokic, who scored 41 points and had 11 rebounds, but only had four assists. The Heat were also able to grab home court in the series. Game 3 will be on Wednesday night at 7.30 Central. You can watch it on ABC. And in golf, Victor Hovland won his fourth PGA tournament of his career. For the win at Memorial, he beat Denny McCarthy in a playoff to do so. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Listen, joint pain is a thief. No two ways about it. That's football legend Emmett Smith, who knows a thing or two about pain. It steals your joy, your time with family, or doing things you love. It can even steal your livelihood. But QC Kinetics can help put a stop to that. Don't hand everything over to pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, a cutting-edge technology that helps relieve pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back using healing properties directly from your own body. It's easy. Get treated in the office and walk right out afterwards. Simple, right? And QC Kinetics' remarkable all-natural treatments deliver long-lasting relief without surgery or long recovery times. Don't let soreness or achiness rob you of doing the things you love. Tell that pain, not today, not ever. You've got QC Kinetics on your side. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 
501-222-8440. Little Rock, this is a concert ticket giveaway announcement. This Thursday night at 7 p.m. during the all-new Thursday Night Sports Trivia, Brewskies is going to be giving away two tickets to see the Dropkick Murphys on October 3rd at Simmons Arena. You must be present to win this Thursday, May 25th. So come check out the all-new Thursday Night Sports Trivia, and you might even walk out with two free tickets to see Dropkick Murphys at Simmons Arena on October 3rd. Stick around after trivia for the best karaoke party in town, starting up at 9 p.m. and drink specials that go all night long. Brewskies, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquery7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. Jock straps are brought to you by a caddy's touch landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a caddy's touch landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. How about it? I'm going to first of all start with Will McIntyre. What he did last night was... Awesome. Five innings pitched. Um, or actually, this is coming off of his first game against Santa Clara, where he pitched five innings. Then last night he came back and uh, went two and two thirds, one earned run, uh, two hits. He was just awesome, man. He didn't give up a hit till uh, hit the last inning when he was starting to tire a little bit. But I thought Will McIntyre was freaking phenomenal. Gave him everything he had. What do you got? I'll give a game ball to Bam Adebayo, who's been the Heat's best player so far in the finals. And if they were to pull off the uh, the upset, he would be the finals MVP. He's averaging 24, 11, and 5 so far. Although, I'm still pretty confident the Nuggets are going to win the finals. But they may take two. What would be more surprising, Miami winning or Arkansas pulling off these two wins against TCU today? Miami winning. Miami winning, yeah. Good. Glad to hear that. I, I'm, I'm shocked. I, I, I almost want to have Zach on to explain how is Arkansas favored in this game. And not just like a small – I mean, minus 183 is significant. Don't know. More importantly, for those of you betting on TCU, you're getting $37 on top of your 100 uh, So plus 137 at this point. Uh, Christian, correct me if this is not accurate, but I read this morning. This is from The Athletic. The Suns and Frank Vogel are finalizing a five-year deal – or $31 million, so let's say $6 million and change a year, okay? Um, but according to this other report I was reading, it is a lot less than what Monty Williams is getting. Yeah. This said he is getting $13 million a year to go to yeah. Detroit? Yeah, I gave him a, a champ on Friday. I said he's on a six-year, $78.5 million contract. That is insanity. It's the largest coaching deal in NBA history. Why? I and I love Monty Williams. Don't get me wrong. And I'm glad that this worked out for him. But why? Desperate, what, I guess. What justifies $13 million a year for a head coach? I do not know. Is he the highest paid coach in any sport? He's got to be. Who's making $13 million a year? Nobody. Incentive. What? Saban, maybe? No. No? No, no, no. Incentives can push that. I don't think that. so. Yes? Sorry? If he hits incentives, Game he ball. can push that to $100 million. I don't understand how how you justify paying a guy $13 million a year. I don't year. either, but in the long run, it really doesn't matter because it doesn't count against your cap. So Yeah, no, I just, again, that's fine. I just have never heard of a coach. He's I literally getting more than twice, and I'm not saying I don't care about Frank Vogel and what he's making. And I love Monty Williams. He's one of my favorite guys. You know this. I just don't understand how you justify paying a guy $13 million. It's crazy. Anyway. Saban's around, around 12. Okay. I mean, he's got to be the highest-paid coach in... Belichick's 20. Peyton, Sean 20? Payton, 18. Pete Carroll, 15. Okay. Sean okay. McVay, I guess, 14. I guess I haven't talked about NFL salaries <laughs> in a while. So I guess that's what the market will bear these days in major sports. What's a major league manager make on a good team? Or a good manager? Or at least a guy who's got a good Is agent? any manager on that list? 
You're just looking at NFL guys. Wes? I, I was highest paid coaches. Okay. Period. And that's why Belichick came up at twenty million. That's insane. And then I mean, but that to me, I can justify that if we're paying Monty Williams thirteen to go to Detroit. Yeah, Belichick's they got some good young pieces, but it'll be a few years before they're doing anything. Probably. Hey, good for him. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give a jock strap to the French Open and tennis in general. And I didn't. I couldn't get a good angle on it. And I watched the video. I just saw the aftermath more so. There was a player in a doubles match that she hit a ball to the other end of the court, and the ball ended up hitting a ball girl in the neck. And she was a younger girl, and she was obviously very upset. Uh, but it didn't look like she was hit out of anger or anything. They were getting smoked, but that was beside the point. So it says, in tennis, hitting someone with a ball, whether it's a ball kid or someone in the stands, leads to an automatic default, even if it's an accident. Now, I admit, it is hard to judge intent. But it was pretty obvious to me that there was nothing intentional about this. And it's, I don't know, like, I mean, in a lot of ways, I have, I've seen judges be berated. To me, that's way worse than what happened here. Now, again, if you're hitting a ball at someone intentionally because you're mad at them, that's a different story. But the, all I could tell, you, you see her kind of pop the ball back to the other end of the court, but you don't see her hit it at anyone. Or, and it didn't look like she was, like, real mad. But, again, I didn't watch the whole match. Um, but they ended up getting DQ'd out of the French Open over it. Yeah, that's pretty lame. So she just hit the ball, and it happened to hit somebody is what it hit the, like. Yeah, hit the ball okay. girl at the fall into the court. Hmm. So, I don't know. It seemed kind of soft to me. <clears throat> you uh, mentioned her earlier, but Rose Zhang, first in 72 years to win LPGA event, her pro de- debut, first ever to win the NCAA Division One title and the LPGA event in the same season, and she did it two weeks apart. And she is the first sponsor invite to win the LPGA Tour since 2013. It's a great story. Yeah, it is. Uh, yep. Oh, are you going to continue or where are you giving No, I'm done. Go ahead. I was okay. going somewhere else. I'm going to give a jock strap to the Iowa pitchers. Yesterday, they tied an NCAA record hitting 10 batters. Those were all in response to home runs being hit against them. No I kidding. think that record was broken later on by Indiana when they hit 11 Kentucky batters. Oh, really? That yes. happened? They were talking about the Big Ten, how wild they were. Well, I'm going to give 11. a jockstrap to Indiana as well because I did not see that one. It's good. Uh, I'll give a game ball to Connor Vanover. I hope the Missouri thing works out for him. Except for when he plays Arkansas. But he's a, he's a good kid and I'm wishing him no the best. No doubt. I was going to give a game ball to uh, Victor Hovland. Yep. Dude wins Jack's tournament yesterday, the Memorial, over $3 million, parties all night, gets up this morning, and he's caddying for his best friend who's trying to make it through the final stage of the U.S. Open uh, qualifier in Columbus, Ohio. Pretty cool deal. I mean, you're a PGA Tour golfer, right? they're, They're doing it at the same course. Is it the same course? I'm asking. I don't know if it's the same course. There are a lot of courses in Columbus. I don't think so. Could be. But anyway, to get up the next morning after you won and to caddy for your buddy, walk around, carry his bags, that's pretty cool. That's that's a tip of the cap to Victor Hovland. I keep, uh, I'm becoming a Victor Hovland fan, a bigger fan. Same. Even though he wouldn't take shots with us. But I got to respect that because he had to work the next day. I uh, got to give a game ball to Justin Akery for sticking up for John Neighbors on Twitter. That came uh, from the 501. I saw it too. Game ball. Good job. Oh, thanks. It's a good boss. I occasionally defend you too. Do you? Not when you're around. Oh, and this uh, texter, who is this? Doesn't say. They're playing 36 holes. For the qualifier? Hoblin. Yeah, the qualifier. Oh, that's a lot of walking yeah. for the bag. After playing four rounds, it's a good friend. But I guess he can take a weekend off since you know he's uh, got three point six million bucks more than he had before he started. Be like, dude, I just won three point six million. I'll I'll pay somebody to carry your bag. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, I'll walk around and I'll just yell at you from this. I don't even know what the rules are on that, but but I don't want to actually carry your bag around. That sounds awful. So anyway, uh, it's eleven forty nine. We got to hit a break. We'll come back and wrap up this hour. I got to. Story about the most valuable sports teams. We were talking about coaches. Yeah. Most valuable sports teams. My buddy just texted me, too, about baseball. Yeah. They get screwed. Lowest paid major league manager makes eight hundred grand a year. Highest paid, $6 million a year. Who was that? Yeah, Dave know. Roberts makes six and a half is what I saw. Okay. It's a big market. I don't know who the lowest paid is. Maybe the athletics. Yeah, no doubt. He's overpaid at eight hundred grand. I just got... This is 2021. I haven't found anything for this year. Terry Francona with the Indians. Highest paid manager, $4.2 million. 
What was the lowest paid? Joe Madden was four million. This is just the top. Joe Girardi for the uh, Phillies three point six million. They're not anywhere close. Yeah. To the other sports. That's wild. It's eleven fifty. One hundred sixty-two games. Yep. I mean, I do one hundred sixty-two games for eight hundred thousand, but it is crap comparatively. This is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Summertime is here. Whether you're going to the lake or the beach, you need to go to Bell & Sword in Conway. Great menswear. New shipment of Peter Millar polos and short sleeve shirts. The performance dress shirts from Mizzen and Maine, sport coats and slacks, Tommy Bahama shirts and swimsuits. Remember, for a wedding or any formal affair, Bell & Sword has the finest formal wear in central Arkansas. Shop Bell & Sword, 1016 Oak Street, Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. Fellas, June is National Men's Health Month, so it's a great time to remind you to take care of your health. I recommend going to Low T Center. It's where I got my levels checked. It's typically completely covered by most health insurances, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than 100 bucks for full labs and an in-office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com, Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Many observers considered the Boston Celtics to be the NBA's most talented roster. But all that talent wilted against the withering heat of Miami's unsung, undrafted, unheralded overachievers. Like the 1977 Portland Trailblazers wearing out the all-star-laden 76ers, this Heat team is a true team, led by a superstar and comprised of unselfish players, glad to do whatever the team needs. As has been said, there's no telling what we can do when no one cares who gets the credit. Go out and be a great teammate today. Looking for a great place to work? Join the Double B's team. Go to DoubleBees.com and apply online. We need your skills and passion. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. You're in the zone with Justin Inkry and Wes Moore, coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you want to be a part of the show, hit the guys on Twitter at JustinAkry7, at Wes underscore Moore, or at CWeaver1037. Call 661-1037 or email thezone at 1037 the Eleven fifty four. If you want to join us, come on. Six six one one zero three seven. Stanford, and Oklahoma, all tied up in the College World Series softball. Yeah, that's right. They're balling over in Oklahoma City. Wes, what's our uh, Texas Tech baseball score? Is that the early game? Florida, Texas Tech. Uh, it's not on TV, Bob. Oh, I was like to look it up. Well, you, come on. I, you're... I was trying to get the names to pass along of the TCU relievers who relieve themselves inside the bullpen. Uh, one of our fans, or one of our listeners, on the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line sent us the uh, story in the video. They're just trying to live up to the name? Their position? Relievers? Yeah, relievers. Garrett Wright yep. and Hunter Hodges Huh? caught taking a leak in the corner of the bullpen. Come on, bro. Yep. Not cool. Not cool. Uh, JW is on the line. What's up, buddy? Man, I got a ridiculous question. Y'all are going to laugh at me. No. Hey, okay, check this out. I'm a football guy, and I know a lot of rules. I know everything about football. Okay. So baseball is kind of confusing. They did it twice in the TCU game, and they did it once last night in the Santa Clara game. 
Why is it that when the base runners on second, running the third, they always go to first? Why not get the guy out closest to the home in scoring position? They passed up a guy on third in Santa Clara, threw it to first, and the guy went home for another score. Hmm. Why is it always the first, and why is it... I know that's a dumb question, but... Well, it's not dumb. It's not why always... Why not get the guy advancing further? Well, it's not always the first. If you if you think you can get him a third, that's fine to get the lead runner, but it's not a fourth. The guy play. was right by whoever was playing third last night. The guy could have turned around and tagged him. He didn't. He threw it straight to first, and the guy went around and went home. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. See, I have to see the play. Well, typically, yeah, you want to get the tag and, and get the lead runner if you can, but it's not a force out at the bag, so you have to tag the guy. So I don't know. I have to see the play, but. Okay, well, they've done it three times in the game yesterday, and it's just like, are there it's a lot of baseball, or is this a rule I don't know? No. Or I would say... It, you take the sure out. You've heard that phrase. It's a lot easier to play to throw to first. Yeah. They, it's a lot easier to throw to first. They're just so. If you miss the tag, then you got first and third, and you don't get an out at all. So, but if you're right there okay. and it's an easy but tag, you got to be really the aware. Score is five five. Say the score is five five, and he throws it to first, and he let the guy go around third all the way to home. That's an idiotic play. Um. Yes. Yeah, it would be. I'd have to see the play, JW. Yeah. What what game was it in, Bud? Oh, it's the last one last night. Because I was thinking, here they doing the same thing again against TCU. They might have just gave up the TCU game. I think But the second one, that I was just I like, did. they're doing the same thing. Yeah. They're way across the field at first instead of tagging the guy right there beside him. Mm. I just, unless he didn't see him, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It might be. I don't know. Was well, it the third out right. of the inning, JW? No. It was the second out. Maybe it might have even been that hit the other. They had one out. That would have been the second out. Hmm. That's when St. Clair scored their last run, matter of fact. Okay, I'd have to see the play. All right, well, thanks for the heads up. It's uh, I don't think it's a dumb all question right. at all. That makes sense. It's a, it's a very logical question, actually. Appreciate that. Wes is looking it up. He's going back through the box score. Did you actually... Did, are you scoring these games at home? Yes. Why, why do you do that? Right, the example right now. I can look back at the box score. Well, you know they... I'll, but I take my own little notes, and it's better than the box score that they print out, you print out. They give you the play-by-play, you know? Yeah. I just like... And I like doing it. I, little, I'm fidgety, man. I got that nervous energy, and I just can't sit there and watch a game. You're I got to so be weird. doing something. And so I like to keep... I've been doing it my whole life. I like it. I like doing it at the ballpark. I don't do it when I'm watching TV. Well, nobody would come over and watch the game with me last night, yes, so I they sat did. there by myself and watched true. the game. You're a liar. I don't believe you. I know people Russell were left, yeah. and so then it was just me. And then my daughter left, and I'm just sitting there by myself. What's your daughter doing at 11 o'clock at night? She went and saw the new Little Mermaid show with her friends. Was it bad? Uh, she said it was good, but she liked the original better. I can't do this. The storyline's been changed a little bit. Okay, I want to make fun of you some more. we got to hit a break. Uh, it's 11.58. Stay tuned.